podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. All right, welcome back to another episode, all you Gen Extra fans out there. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So. Yes, indeed. We have sad news to start the show with. Uh, we Joe. do. Yeah, Bob do. Bob Barker, the, the late, great, amazing Bob Barker has passed away at the age of 99 years old. He got as close to a dollar as you can get. <laughs> I saw that meme. <laughs> I mean. He's already memeing it. Come on. I, it, it took, oh, you know, with the internet, it took 30 seconds because someone was like, wait a minute, he died at 99. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, oh. yeah. Come on. He, <laughs> it's too soon. He, he won. He won his own game or, or got or got the, you know, the, the next best score in the, his own game. Yeah. You know, I I saw a lot of memes too where people were like, you know, thank you to Bob Barker for, you know, uh, for getting me through, you know, sick days yeah. when I was in school. Yeah. And it's so true. Like he was such a pivotal part of, you know, that that daytime TV that you didn't get to see otherwise unless you were homesick. And you weren't going to watch I, it in the middle of the summer. Yeah. Like, no, no, your parents wouldn't let you sit inside. I remember it was like different snow days and mm-hmm. catching, catching, because you catch all the daytime game shows that you never get a chance to see. And the price is right. It was, what was weird about the price is right is that like it always seemed like it was on. I know. Like all the time. Yeah. Do you remember, you know, which ones I hated the most? It wasn't even a game show. It was, it was that daytime TV, but it was like days of our lives. That oh was, yeah, I that mean, was on like afternoons yeah. or something. It was terrible, horrible show. Because if you were a kid and like you just finished watching like Price is Right or whatever, or or whatever some show that you actually could stomach, it would always then pivot into a day a, a, a soap opera. And I remember being a kid and just being like, "No, are soap operas oh. still a thing?" Oh yeah, are they really? Oh yeah, they're still on. Really, most of them aren't on. Uh, what we the channels they used to be on though. These days, okay. I think I think most have transitioned to like they have like um, other like channel, a, like a other, soap opera channel now or something. Maybe I think there is a soap. I'm pretty sure there's a soap opera channel, okay. and I think a lot of them have moved to some of the alternative networks, like Hallmark or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, yep. That's where I think most of them are now. Did you ever watch those Hallmark movies, like the holiday no. movies? No, me neither. No, I. No, <laughs> I didn't think you did. But I thought I'd ask just in case you were like a closet Hallmark fan. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yeah, it's like, well, actually, every year we sit down and watch them all. Yeah, they're bad. Like, I, I think I feel like my wife watches them once in a while, but I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't want to call her out in case I'm wrong, but I feel like maybe she does. But I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe. rest in peace, yeah, Bob uh, poor, Barker. Poor Bob Barker. Um, yeah, yeah, such a. Uh, such an iconic, you know, dude. He he ran. Uh, I actually looked here. Oh, I did take a screenshot of it. So let me find it here. Bob Barker, the smooth talking host, uh, as they call him. Uh, you know, with the catchphrase "Come on down." Did he say "Come on down" or was that the announcer? I don't know. But anyway, I think it was the announcer. But he was very. He was definitely very charismatic during the show. Like he had a he had a personality to him that was just. It was. I don't know. It was, it was perfect. For a show like that. With his signature long, thin microphone. Yeah. Yeah. He did a skinny little mic. 
What, what was up with that, Mike? Why was it so long and skinny? I don't know. I don't know if that was because it was a product of the 1970s when the show was first. Well, actually, it could have been a product of the 50s or 60s, too, because he was he ran a different show before The Price is Right called Truth or Consequences. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. What was that about? I mean, I, I could probably assume by the title, but what was like? what was the nature of the game itself? So... Uh, he started hosting Truth or Consequences on December 31st, 1956. Um, I, you know what? This, what's weird is that this, this uh, rundown, the summary of his life that I'm looking at, doesn't mm. actually give a good summary of Truth or Consequences. So, is that sort of? I mean, I'm assuming it's kind of like Truth or Dare in a, in a oh, way. Oh, here we go. I got it. I, I found another. I found another summary. So on the show, this is Truth and Consequences. This is the first thing Barker did. Mm. Contestants received roughly two seconds to answer a trivia question correctly. It's usually like it says it's like an off the wall question that no one would be able to answer correctly, mm. or or it might be like just a bad like joke or something that's impossible to answer. Yeah. And what they have to do? What was the consequence of getting it wrong? That uh, apparently, okay, failing to complete this truth portion. Mm -hmm meant the contestant had to face consequences, right. typically by performing a zany or embarrassing stunt. Oh, oh. okay, all right. So it was it's, like, it's like it double was like dare. <laughs> yeah, it's like as a precursor to all the kids' shows of the 90s and 2000s. Yeah, all right. Yeah, okay, this actually sounds kind of fun. I wonder if we can find some yeah. old ones on YouTube. It was, oh, uh, yeah, it looks, like, it looks like it continued all the way up into the 80s with somebody else. Oh, okay, yeah, I was going to say, because Bob Barker took the stage for Price is Right in 1972, all the way Correct. to 2007. Yeah. I guess yep. I didn't realize it's been what, 15 years or whatever. Yeah, I didn't realize it either because someone else is doing prices right now, right? Like, yeah. I think it was, oh, what is it was Al Borland or whatever his name was. It wasn't he doing yeah. it? Or no, he was on he was on the other one with the uh, the what do you call it? The like Family Feud. He was doing that. Who who the hell's doing prices right? Uh, the prices right now is. Dane uh, Carey, right? Um, oh, Drew, Drew Carey. Drew Carey, Drew Carey. Yes, thank That's you. I'm right. like, I'm like, I'm like Dana Carey. Yeah, Drew Carey's doing it. That's right. I totally forgot he was doing. It. I, that goes to show you, I don't watch a show, so it's not, it's not I, my I've wheelhouse. Off of, I tell you, okay, if an episode of Price Is Right is on, like just randomly on television, mm -hmm. I'll still watch it, right? I mean, I don't think it's a, I think it's a fun game show. But you know what other game show I still like? What's that? I still like. Um, oh my God! Now I'm drawing a blank. Right, mm -hmm. like I go to say it and I can't say it. It's two, the one two where two seconds, you, Joe. It, is it? You know, is it on the board? Yeah. Um, Family Feud. Family Feud. Oh yeah, they, they, yeah. Family Feud's great because they have uh, what's his name, Steve Harvey. Uh, does yeah. Family Feud? He's hilarious. Uh, he's kind of got like this shtick, you know, where it's this thing he does to make the show funny, where someone yeah. has a silly answer and he just kind of stops what he's doing and stares blankly like around the room. Uh, like like that's your answer huh yeah it, mm -hmm. it is funny but it's almost it's almost getting played out just a little bit it's like it's just like his thing but it's a good show but they started doing like a celebrity uh family feud where they'll get like the cast of you know stranger things or i don't know if they've ever done that but ex as an example and then yeah. they'll have the cast of some other show and they'll they'll feud off against each other which is kind of fun they'll play for like charities stuff like that but yeah it's right uh, right yeah it's fun i enjoy it Good show. I think, I think those two shows. If I think back to like the uh, the game shows that I will actually sit down and 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 be able to stomach a whole episode, is definitely those two. Yeah, I okay. There's one thing about about Family Feud that bothers me. 
Okay. It's when when they go up to the buzzer thing and they had like, okay, like top 10 answers on the board. It's always like a yeah. bunch. And they're like, uh, name, uh, name people that you would like to not meet in a grocery store. <laughs> like something real random like that. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, someone's like, uh, you know, uh, my, my gynecologist or something, you know, something crazy. Right. And, right. And it happens to be on the board. It's like number six or seven. And then they're like, do you want to play or do you want to pass? And they're like, well, we'll play. We'll play. And I'm like, why are you playing? Like th this particular topic could be anything. Like there's no rhyme or reason for what people might say. Right, right. And they inevitably lose. And then it, the, the, the game passes to the other team. And then they'll steal it by getting yep. one of them. So one of them. Yeah. And it's always like, and it's like the other team got like what a 80, 70, 80, 80% of the board. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you know, uh, my ex-husband, like someone forgot, like some real obvious one. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I think people get too excited to play and they just want to play the dumb ones, but you, know, I, you don't see enough passing. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. Anyway. All right. So. Top 15 answers are on the board. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need 15 common flavors of ice cream. Go. Uh, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry. Uh, oh, God. Um, <laughs> I just named Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> it's on there. It's on there. Keep going. Uh, oh, Rocky Road. You're, uh, you're good. You're still good. You don't have a single strike yet. Uh, mint chocolate chip. That's a good one. You're, you're good. You're good. Um, moose tracks. I like that one. Oh, uh, there's your first X. Moose tracks is not. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> all right. What? What? Oh, God. Uh, all right. So let's. Uh, what else are we do in the show? Again, uh, you know, RIP Bob Barker. Let's move on with the show. Yes. Then. Oh, what do we have here? Okay. So for the show, we have. I have one story about some spiders again have come up in conversation. <laughs> it's why spiders? It's I always know, spiders. I know. This one's interesting. Spiders. Though. Spiders are the worst. I mean, they're also good. They're also good for the environment. Yeah. But we, they're just, ugh. Yeah, they're disgusting. But anyway, so we have a, also have a media recommendation, two of them. Or, yes. Or not. I guess we'll find out. Right. Wee-oo. Uh, the George Washington Bridge. I'm just reading my notes. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Actually, I'll yeah. talk about that real quick, and then we'll, we'll keep going. But uh, So what are we watching? Yeah. Somebody was talking. I don't even know where I was. It might have been here at the house, but somebody was talking about the George Washington Bridge in New York. And it costs $20, which I didn't realize because I don't go to New York, uh, but it costs 20 bucks for all eastbound traffic to cross the bridge. I'm assuming- To cross, yeah. eastbound being they're exiting or coming into New York? Leaving, I'm assuming leaving New York and going to New Jersey. Maybe that's what I'm guessing. I could be wrong. I'm not, I don't know. I've never been on this bridge. So okay, that's my only guess. I could be wrong. We could look at a map and find out for sure, what? but what? <laughs> I just like speculating instead. Uh, anyway, though, um, the uh, are you looking up right now? Of course I am. All right, <laughs> the great, the great Googler. Uh, so anyway, so twenty dollars a day. I'm like, wow, that's in, that's insane. Honestly, I don't know if it costs money to come back or if it's just to go that way. Because what I saw online said eastbound traffic. Uh, oh, dude, and it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. Oh, really? You found, you found, okay, this, this could make it more interesting, but keep going. Yeah, what'd so you find? If, if you are a, let's just say a truck with three axles or two, like let's just start with two axles, okay? Mm, a regular truck, yeah. Off peak hours, it's $38, okay? 
It can't be a single axle or two axle truck like you know, like a Ford. Right, like you know, an F one fifty or something. F one fifty, right, or something. This is an actual like commercial two axle dual real wheels. Some yeah, dual rear wheels with mm-hmm. a, with a like, like actually a, a truck body. This is a little tongue twister, isn't it? Thirty-eight. I know. Yeah. <laughs> thirty-eight dollars. Thirty-eight dollars to cross the bridge. Off peak. Off peak hours. What what, what is it for peak? For okay, so you get a two dollar discount for off peak. Okay. Yeah. Well, they don't discount and, that much, do they? And with all of these tolls in here, don't worry, it's gonna get worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have I have the total, but we have, so did if you, you see? Forget to pay; they'll just charge you by mail forty six. Oh, okay, just forty six bucks. Yeah, you know, just forty six bucks for crossing a bridge. Uh, that's not honestly. I mean, as far as the percentage increase from the actual fee, that's not. Oh no, that's not horrible. Right. You know, right unlike right. toll roads, where if you you know back before they had all the cameras, if you missed your toll or lost your ticket. Uh, oh yeah, they just charge you. The, they just assumed you went the longest distance possible. Yeah, you could end up spending like like a hundred some dollars. Yeah, hundred and seventeen dollars on mm-hmm. a, on a on a trip that took you two exits. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but no. So, d- does it say anything about non eastbound traffic? That's what I'm curious about. Or is it? Well, only- it looks like it's. Bo- it looks like it's both ways. It is both ways. So, yes. Yeah, so because they have like most like most toll bridges in now like easy pass and all that stuff has come in and taken over the business so this is i believe this is both ways so if you choose to use it uh, looks like uh whatever whatever you choose to use it it looks like this toll applies both directions okay all right so if you work or if you live uh, in jersey and you um, is that where it's from oh, is that where it goes hold on correction major correction yeah tolls are collected entering new york no tolls are collected entering New Jersey. Okay, there so it's go. wait. Oh, so it's only wait. It's westbound then. So so when you're going into New York from Jersey, they collect. Yes. Okay. All right. So I had that backwards. And okay. So that's interesting. So if you live in Jersey, uh, well, I guess no matter what, you're getting hit because you, right. you got to come right. back home or you got to go back to you know where, whichever way you're going. Right. So you're at least getting smacked with them fees. Uh, but the interesting part was. I had to Google. I'm like, how much money if you're charging that kind of loot for people to cross your bridge? How much does it generate? You know, in a year, in a day? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I can only imagine what this is going to be. Yeah. So per day, in on the on the George Washington Bridge, this would be a fun fact for people just to to tell their friends maybe sometime after they hear this show. Yeah. <laughs> that generates one roughly one million dollars a day. Um, that New York is banking a million, or I guess probably the state of New York. I don't know what they're doing with it. A million dollars per on, day, per day on the bridge. <laughs> People crossing the bridge. That's crazy. Wow, that man. is. I, I guess. I guess when you think about a bridge toll, you never really think of it as like, well, we're gonna, you know, like this is a significant chunk of income, and a million dollars might not even be that significant in the entire scheme of things, but. A million dollars is definitely still nothing to you know to scoff at when it, when you think about it in totality for a single bridge fee, no, or a single bridge fee for a day. Yeah, I mean you're talking like if you're working five you know five day a week job, and you know you are driving your vehicle to work and back, right? Uh, you know you're you're gonna you're gonna be spending a hundred bucks a week on tolls. Oh yeah, for sure, for like, sure. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, two hundred bucks a pay just to get back and forth to work. Now, granted, you know, up in New York, you're probably going to make a, you know, probably a little better wage. So it's not horrible. Still not awesome. That's $400 a month. 
just to cross the bridge. Yeah. So, but and, and it gets it gets it gets worse the bigger the vehicle is too. FYI. Yeah. Well, I figure like big old tractor trailers. It's probably yep. a lot. Yep. Uh, but yeah, dude. So yeah, a million bucks a day. Uh, you know, on average, you know, obviously like holidays and stuff like that for probably more. But uh, yeah. So every every three years, roughly, they're making just over a billion dollars. Like, it's not bad. It's not bad for a bridge. That's a good gig. I'm sure, like, you know, the bridge is probably, you know, to, the cost to build the bridge in the first place would be astronomically more expensive than what it is today or than what it was then, you know, compared to today. So they probably have to bank a lot of that money for repairs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, probably helping to pay, you know, you know, state employees. Who knows what they're doing with it? Well, and I'm sure some of that is split with New York City mm -hmm. itself because New York City itself is notoriously expensive to run. Yeah. Like even more so than other cities because of just some of the choices that they've made over like the past hundred years, right? New York City is a very expensive city to not only li try to live in as, as an individual, but uh, to run. Yeah. Like New York City has the economy and the money flowing through it of some small countries. Yeah, oh, I believe it. Do you uh do you remember back it was probably 10 15 years ago. I don't know if it still happens now, but they they made a tax in New York. Uh it was called like the sugar tax or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember the big controversy around that and people people saying whether right they should do it or not. I remember all that. Yeah. Yeah, like if you wanted a regular soda versus a diet soda or water or something like that. Maybe it was just all soda. Uh, they charged you more money, a tax on top of it because it had sugar in it. Like, it I guess was that was the way to. With seven and a half grams of sugar uh, per 12 ounces, shall, it has to be under seven and a half grams of sugar per 12 ounces. If it was over that, it was taxed. That's crazy. I mean, I don't know how much tax they put on it, but it was. Uh, it was, I mean, it was cheap. It was one cent per ounce. So if you think of like a 12 oh, ounce bottle. So it's an extra 12 cents. Right now, but granted, of course, yeah, add, that yeah, adds up. <laughs> adds up, right? Exactly, right? You know. Yeah, of course. It's, okay, a case. Like if you bought a case of pop, you know, at, at uh, twelve. Here, I'm gonna. Oh, do right. Yeah, so twelve times, uh, uh, twenty-four, like a twenty-four pack. That's two. That'd be two dollars and eighty-eight cents more per case yep. Yep. Uh, of like a you know case of Pepsi or something that you'd be paying for tax. Multiply that by how many people are buying cases of soda every. Sure. You know, every day, every week up there. Yeah. Yep. I mean, hey, <laughs> easy money, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what, and that's always been, and I'm not, I'm not getting political. That's always been the criticism of consumption taxes is that this, whoever is charging the tax, I don't care if it's mm -hmm. New York or Texas or California or Pennsylvania. I don't care who's doing it. Yeah. The, 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 the argument always with, with consumption taxes is that they just kind of pick and choose and target tax different things like, you know, like you could target anything and make a tax on it, right? It's kind of a, it's kind of open season, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's mildly unfair too. the fact that they're just like, okay, if you want sugar, we're going to reap the rewards by taxing you. Like it, it doesn't deter people probably a lot, you know, cause it's so minimal, but I don't know. It, we, we could talk about that. In the, oh, I'm, I'm sure we could talk about taxing sugar drinks or whatever things probably for hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. We could do a whole episode probably talking about that in the, you know the moral, the morality of even doing it in the first place. But anyway, all right. So let's uh, let's move on. Let's. Uh, what else we got going on there? Well, we've got. I think we got. Did we did we do all the notable news? Because I know we were going to do a. Um, we're going to do some media today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And okay. We're going to end the show on a little bit of a special note yes. today. I don't think we we haven't done something like this before in the show. We're going to try it, right? So 
uh, we're going to do a reaction, and we're going to be doing a reaction to this viral. Now, it is a video, but there's enough audio that everyone should be able to understand what's going on. Yeah, we'll save it for the end. Reaction. Yeah, we'll yes. save it for the end in case you hate it. it. <laughs> we're doing a viral reaction, or sorry, not a viral reaction. We're doing a reaction to this viral song. It will be a viral is, reaction. Well, like, that is, uh, yeah, because our reaction is going to go viral, right, right? Yeah, yeah, I bet it will. <laughs> yeah, but what, what's the song called again? Would you you sent so it to me? Song, I, have, I have not watched it yet. Right, you, I have seen it. You have not, which right. I think it's going to make the reactions pretty good. Um, it's called Planet of the Bass. It is sat. I'll just warn you. It's satire of techno from like the late '90s, early 2000s. And there's a reason it's satire. And I think when people hear it, they'll kind of get it. Yeah. But you know, it, and I, and I, I guess we'll see though. We'll see. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. Like, like I didn't watch it. I watched the first like 10 seconds to kind of see what I was in for. I didn't want to. I don't want to spoil my own you know real reactions to it. But what it looked like to me was it reminded me of uh, what's that band called like. LMFAO or something like that. Yeah, I remember LMFAO. Yeah, and if it's the band I'm thinking of, like it's the two guys, like they had kind of like afros. They wore them big funny glasses, and it was like you know they, they, they sing the party song about partying like all night. Right. Uh, even like Key and Peel made a made a skit about it too, and they made fun of it. Uh, but that's what it kind of looked like to me. I don't know if that's what it is. Uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Well, I you know you're right. We're we're gonna see, and I don't want to spoil it. Okay. All right, so uh, one thing I wanted to mention again was about the spiders. So the spiders have come up in the uh, past like episode or two. I saw another story. So if you, if you're a little, uh, I don't know, if you get bothered by you know visuals, perhaps that you can conjure up in your head, this might bu- this might bug you. So we all know uh, we all know cranberries, right? Not the band, uh, you know the cranberry cocktails, yeah. cranberry. The cranberry, uh, cranberry is technically a fruit, right? I, yeah. Or, a, well, is, or is cranberry a seed? A seed? What? Is that what, or like, what is a berry? Is a berry fruit or is a berry a seed? Fruit. Is it a fruit? fruit. Right. Yeah. Cranberry, cranberry is, does uh, it fall under some of the weird, red fruits? Red fruits? Okay. It's a fruit. All right. Yep. I'm showing my ignorance about fruits and berries. I know, right? Me too. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so the way cranberries work is they, We've all seen these videos when they harvest cranberries, when they uh, uh, when they are ripe and ready to be picked, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they grow in these uh, in these fields, and the easiest way for people to collect them when they are ready is to flood the field. So we've all seen these videos and pictures of people walking around like hip waders, and they're and they're through these big you know flooded fields of cranberries yeah. and they're all floating because yeah. that's why cranberries are hollow uh and they they float so that's they do that on purpose right like they they grow them and then they flood it right yeah yeah so the easiest way for them again to uh to collect them all is to flood it they all float to the top and you skim them off okay uh, but the the thing that i didn't know about cranberries and this was pretty interesting instead of using uh i guess you want to call it uh traditional pesticides uh like like they do on most every vegetable unless you buy organic Sure, unless you buy organic or something, right? Right. Uh, they they don't use those like everything else. They they use a natural pesticide. Mm, what, why do I feel like I know where this is going? And what what loves bugs? <laughs> that is spiders. So spiders. They introduce. They bring wolf spiders into the cranberry fields, and they they just put them all over the place. Because they eat the bugs, 
and they keep okay. all, all the little buggy. They don't bother the cranberries. They just go after the other insects. They just eat bugs. They just yeah. eat bugs. So now there's like, you know, thousands of of uh, wolf spiders that are just you know eating all the insects, living in these cranberry fields, essentially, correct. right? Yeah. So what happens when they flood these cranberry fields to float all the cranberries? I, I gotta stop saying that word too, by the way. Cranberries. 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 Uh, where do all the spiders go? <laughs> they, hmm. they don't want hmm. to drown, so they basically hitch rides on all the little floating uh, fruits, we'll say. And yeah. uh, so they're so as they're as they're wading through, there there are spiders everywhere. So one of the one of the questions apparently on the application to be a cranberry farmer or cranberry picker, um, are you afraid of spiders? <laughs> Is one of the oh. questions. Yeah. So so wait a minute. So while these guys this so with well, its floods, I'm assuming then like up with the cranberries are like all these spiders, right? Yeah. Are mm-hmm. they sifting through it or anything? Are they just scooping everything up and putting it in like a bucket? Do you know the answer to that? That I don't know. I don't know what they. I, I can't imagine that they are like flinging spiders off here and there. They're probably just scooping them all up. They probably deal with them later. I would assume so, right? There's no time to be picking individual spiders off. No, because there's a lot of them. So. Uh, what they say, what I saw, it was a whole video I watched. If I can find it again, I'll link it in the, in the uh, on the uh, yeah. Uh, we might have to, we have to we have to send this one out. Yeah, because they uh, uh, so again people then they say like most people lie about that particular question. Like, nah, spiders don't bother me. And then they, no, I could oh yeah, and then they get out there and they're literally being like wolf spiders are crawling all over them, like in their hair on their face, like no oh. god. <laughs> No, God, that would please, be me. No. That would be me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, thank you. I would not do that no, job. There's absolutely no, not. Like, I'm not going to look at cranberries or cranberry juice the same way again, knowing that some poor sucker out there had to go through, uh, you know, what most people would consider a nightmare to get them. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is me. The the minute I find out about that, <laughs> this shit I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! Right? No. no way! I would never do this. No. Would you? No, God, no, 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 definitely not. Yeah, like imagine. Okay, if you're sitting there, I guess when you know what's gonna happen, perhaps. But I don't know. Like, you know, if you're sitting on your back deck or whatever, and you look down and you got you got a, a spider on your pants. Nope. You know, you freak out like you're like and you, you're trying you know you, you go bananas let alone yeah. having like you know 50 of them on you at once it's crazy so no 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 there you go another another fun uh fun fact tidbit of the day oh my god all right well let's let's move on from the spider thing all right good idea mm-hmm. i do have one uh one quick uh note here uh, we will not discuss this in detail but for all you Pittsburgh Penguin fans out there here in Northwest PA, yeah, uh, the Penguins. That's me. Yes, the Penguins have acquired the AT&T network. I did. I saw that uh, because, well, everyone around here uses AT&T Sportsnet to mm-hmm. watch the games, and I knew they. I knew they went through like a financial collapse or something. So the Penguins bought them, didn't they? They did. Yep. So they will. They're dropping the name AT&T uh, in like a month or something like that. Uh, I don't know what they're calling it yet. Probably, I think it's just going to be Pe- Penguins Sportsnet or something. I would assume, yeah, something like that. They're just going to, that's just where they're going to show their uh, 
you know, their games now. I'm sure they'll still have, you know, some of the networks pick up some of them. But, yeah, uh, they're probably still going to play the Pirates games. And, you yeah, know, but have no fear. Have no fear. The, uh, the Penguins have their own network. <laughs> Good. I, I'm glad to hear it because I was actually a little bit concerned. Me too. When I heard that they were going under, that we would have to subscribe to, like, NHL's plan or, like, get, get a subscription on your phone or something to watch the games because they started leaning that way. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. It was one of the streaming services, I think, was also carried like the first round of the playoffs. So yeah. they had some hockey game. I think it might have been Amazon. It was you could Fox actually watch some of the games. TNT. Like there were some weird ones that took it this year or last year. But yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Also, I got I to gotta bring this up mm-hmm. because if you're going to watch something on your phone, right? A lot of times if you're going to sit there and watch like a penguin game on your phone, mm-hmm. right? You're, I mean, that usually, I mean, Batteries are getting better, but if you're already at like 20% or 30% or less than 10, you're going to have to plug that thing in, right? Yeah. Okay. So have you ever, like, where do you get your USB cables from? Like, do you just have a million of them laying around the house, like from over, over the years? I mean, as far as USB cables go, pretty much everything you buy electronic has has the one in it. And then you, you start yeah, to exactly, get this collection right. of them. Right. And they and some of them go bad. And like, then you dig another one out of the drawer yeah. Right, and then that one shorts out or whatever. If it's a specific had- one, like like I like for our the like for our soundboard for this, uh, yeah. Like I bought a like a good one from like Amazon like or something a, like that. Oh, 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 good one, right? Have so when you're on Amazon, mm-hmm. I actually just looked at this a few minutes ago, yeah, because I actually needed to grab another set of because some of ours upstairs shorted out, so I needed to get some. Or the kids, you know how the kids will jam it into something, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and then they'll just start fraying the end, yeah. So I've started to look for like a nice braided cable. Have you actually ever looked at the brand names? I'm talking just the brand names. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah some of some, these cables. <laughs> I know, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, there's some weird ones out there. I've seen some goofy ones. You know, what else is guilty of this too? Because I was looking for a, uh, I was looking for a Bluetooth speaker one time, and I, I remember seeing yeah. the same thing where there was just really bizarre brands of like speakers too. And uh, what what it's, is Whatever happened to like regular brands? I'm assuming they have to have all these like cheap, super cheap brands made in China. Right. Uh, to compete on Amazon, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some goofy ones. Would you, did you find some? <laughs> okay. You, I'm, this is the first. This is the first. If you go to Amazon and you mm-hmm. just say USB cable, right? Because yeah. I need a couple like USB to C cables. I'm going to, I'm going to just give you a sample of some of the names because you're right. Like when I, think of a usb cable i'm thinking of like encore or rca rca or some of like the brand electronic names here we go would you buy a two-pack of only tang only only tang uh (laughs) o-n-l-y-t-a-n-g only tang cables (laughs) sounds like a sounds like a good one (laughs) this isn't this isn't even like the last page or anything this is the front page of results of usb cables here's another one a nope A-I-N-O-P-E. A-Nope. That doesn't surprise me. A-Nope. So I'm going to get myself a nice pack of A-Nope cables. Ah, mm-hmm. here's another one. J-Sauks. <laughs> J-Sauks? J-S-A-U-X. J-Sauks. All right, look. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to sound like I'm... Um, okay, look, it just sounds Japanese. It does. Well, no, I, right. And I don't know if these are just like company front names mm-hmm. for cables or they're just like, I don't know, randomly created when they put them up on Amazon because some of these 
they just look like they picked some letters. Yeah. And put them and put them together. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like you could you can call your product whatever you want. I don't care. But like nobody took the time to like consult a consultant. <laughs> right. Right. And say like, Does what would be good? a good <laughs> Yeah. Like what would be a good name for our for our USB cable? Here's one. This doesn't even make any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna spell it for you. Mm-hmm. U-M-I-Y-P-H. Umi Umi Hoop. <laughs> I can't even say that. Q M I Y P H. I didn't mean to Q- say that with an accent. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Uh, yeah, dude, I know. I, I started looking at uh, Bluetooth ones here too because I remember seeing those. Here's a couple of uh, Bluetooth speakers. Oh, uh, nice. Zikaroop. <laughs> I had to stop saying it with an accent. <laughs> cozy Fame. Z- cozy. Wait, the name is actually Cozy Fame, as cozy in like the fame. two words. Yeah. Yeah. Lenru. Ewa, E W A, Ewa. Okay, Ewa. Okay, so Ewa's not horrible. No, I get it. But but cozy fame was definitely a little weird. Oh, here's another one. Insmy. <laughs> Wait, Insmy. Yeah, I I N S M Y Insmy. Almost has a little okay. German to it. Yeah, Insmy. Have you tried the new? I can't even do German. Guys, suck it. Insmy. Like who's whose Bluetooth speaker is that? It's mine. It's mine. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> like, oh, it's that German guy's over there. And it's like, no, it's the brand. <laughs> <laughs> Stop confusing it with my accent. Oh my god. Yeah, the, like the regular ones would be like you know JBLs, Bose, Sony, stuff like that. You know the ones the ones you recognize. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they're on there. Amazon Basics has one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mono Price has cables. But every page is just slathered mm. with all of these. They're, I don't want to say cheap, but they're just these other brands. They're just because some of them actually are expensive. So it's not like these are just a bunch of cheap cables thrown up here. Some of these are actually kind of expensive. Yeah. Vanzon. That's another <laughs> one. Oh, I can't even pronounce this one. Uh, I guess, no, I can't. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, Ski Joy. S C I J O Y. Ski Joy. Uh, well, I got one here for you. Yeah. And I'm not making this up. This is how it, this is exactly how it's spelled. Degotech. <laughs> Degotech? Yeah, Degotech. Oh, that's a great one. G-O-T-E-C-H. If I had a if I had a product line, I would call it Debotech. Debotech, yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. There's some funny brands out there. Yeah. So if you if you just want to see what's out there, search USB cables. What did you what did you search? Bluetooth uh, speakers. Bluetooth speakers, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's some silly ones on there. Uh all right. Well, Got well, on that note, <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Uh, all right, so let's see. Uh, let's do our uh, media recommendations. Hit it. Or we don't. We don't have an intro for that. No, we don't. Uh, so mine's not. Mm, it's not really a recommendation. I mean, it is and it isn't. Okay, I, I, just, I have some negative things about it. Okay, uh, so it's so it's okay. We can do that. Yeah. So I was really, really excited. Uh, that they decided to make a sequel to the, I think it was like the 2017 uh, movie, The Meg. Do you remember The Meg? Okay. Yeah, no. So you're going to have to back me up. Uh, Jason Statham movie. Like I said, I think it was 2017. Uh, If you you haven't seen it, most people probably have, except you apparently. Yeah, apparently. uh, Yeah, it's based around uh, uh, the Megalodon. Oh, okay, okay. Which we all know to be extinct. And they, the reason they, it even came, you know, into the movie was because 
there was a uh, underwater research facility that was uh, going down to the bottom of the Mariana Trench, and they they had hypothesized that there was a, a thermocline cover of like uh, you know whatever it is that is separating the very very cold water and what they assumed was like a trapped layer of warm water where life could exist. You know. Okay. No, don't pay no attention to the pressure down there. Uh, sure. Yeah, but they so they wanted to break through it, and because everybody in, in the movie assumed that it was just the bottom of the trench. Well, they they broke. I hope I'm not spoiling anything, but they broke through it. You find out watching the trailer, and there was some things that took place again. First movie, fantastic. Yeah, right. This is, but this is the first movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then there was a, an event that happened underneath this uh, thermocline, and there, uh, it, it made like a big. A temporary hole in it, and a megalodon that was down there uh, came out. Okay, and so then, then they had to deal with the megalodon, and then chaos ensued. And there's your movie. Right. So okay. the second one was uh, it was based loosely in the future, and you know not future future, but like a, you know five years down the road. Yeah. And one thing I liked about the first one, I'll note as well, it wasn't your typical you know Jason Statham movie where he was mm-hmm. just you know, beating the crap out of everybody. And driving. And driving and beating the crap out of everybody. Right. <laughs> Which is what he does in pretty much every movie that he's in. Which I enjoy. Like, I enjoy Which those kind of movies. He found his corner of the market. Yeah. Like, you know, what what can we have Jason Statham do? Beat the crap out of everyone. So, but that wasn't... Oh, sorry. <laughs> my, my bad. You pushing buttons, man. I am. It was a total accident. Continue on. So in the Meg One, he was not that typical, you know, ass kicker. So he was like a just. He, I mean, he's still you know tough dude, but he he had like a special skill with going deep in the water and apparently killing megalodons. Sure, he was more than just Jason Statham, the guy who beats people up. Yeah. So okay. I feel like I'm not sure what happened if they changed directors, if they changed studios. Changed writers. Changed writers. Uh, but in the very beginning, I'm not going to spoil the of movie. The second one, right? You're yeah, on the second one. I'm now. on the second movie now. So uh, if I spoil something, my bad. But in the very beginning of the movie, the, actually, okay, in the very, very beginning, there was a really, really terrible CGI. Uh, oh, geez. You know, back in the, you know, Jurassic period with the megalodons and stuff. It was bad. It was really bad. But anyway, so when when it got to present day, I'll sum this up pretty quick, but anyway, so so Jason Statham, they they did a they did like a montage of him. He was working out, but he didn't know where he was yet. And they were playing okay. they were playing Queen's uh, "Don't Stop Me Now." Oh, geez, Don't okay, stop me yeah, right, having right. a good time, good having time. a good yeah, na, 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 na. yeah, yeah. So he was doing that, and then he he cut this hole in the side of what you found out was like a like a cargo container that was on a ship. And then, okay. then the music stopped. So it was really weird to see all that put together like that with that. Everything music. about this does sound weird. Yeah, it was odd. I'm like, why is he? He's like stuck in a cargo ship. And he's working out real quick to a to a song, and then he cuts himself out, jumps down. <laughs> well, then he proceeds to beat the crap out of everybody. And then, so they had to get that in there. They needed Statham to be Statham. I think. Like, man, like he's like, I really miss beating the shit out of everyone. <laughs> right, right. What what is this? <laughs> it's like we squeeze it in there somewhere. Right. Uh, so they did. But anyway, so the whole movie, though, was I, I just want to sum it up to say this. Visually, it was entertaining. It, okay. It, as far as the writing goes, 
the pacing of the conversations, it was bad, dude. Like, oh no. It was so bad. Like I couldn't get over the awkward moments that they were just literally just shoehorning in moments that didn't need to exist in conversations. You you have to watch it. And well, you need to watch the first one, but if you saw the first one, uh, if you're listening, watch the second one and j- enjoy. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, I think what you're saying is de- watch the second one for the lols, yes. not to, not to actually sit there and enjoy it. Because I think you, I mean, you were pretty, you were pretty big on the first one. Like you really liked the first movie. Yeah, they. It just felt very like let's just throw this thing together and see what happens. I guess. Yeah, it definitely, I mean, for the way you're describing it certainly sounds that way. Like, it was very much like, hey, the first one was successful. Let's put, and that happens a lot. What you described is not, is certainly not a, uh, certainly not a rare occurrence in Hollywood. No, it's kind of a phenomenon if your second movie is better than your first. Uh, yeah. But again, they didn't, you know, they didn't hold off on on the uh, on the visuals, the filming. It, it was It was good to watch. It was fun. In certain ways, they kept doing this like close, like eyeball scene uh, with the <laughs> Meg. Like every time the Meg was like, you know, decided it was gonna, you know, do something or yeah, you know, like it wanted to look over here. There was, there was I, I swear to God, I think they repeated this shot a couple times too because it looked very similar. <laughs> See, right? They do that to save money. They just recycled the same eyeball moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I that's no joke. They do that. Yeah, and I guess too. To be fair, some of the some of the visuals in the very like I said, the beginning were bad dude like i don't know yeah i don't know it was just bad so (laughs) it it got good like 30 minutes in what we learned here today was it was just bad Mm -hmm. all right yeah what was your movie so i so speaking of sequels or in this case it's really it's not clear yeah it's like the 11th movie but potentially not the same technical franchise so anyway point being i Finally sat down and watched because I I was I wanted to see it because I do enjoy the Transformers movies. Yes, yes, I enjoy the sh- the robot schlock mm-hmm. that is the Transformers movies. But I can openly tell you there are some that are much better than others. So yeah. this next I watched the most recent one. It was Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, and it should be noted before I get into talking about it that this Transformers: Rise of the Beasts is a sequel to the. Uh, Transformers Bumblebee that came out uh, a few years ago, which may or may not have anything to do with the other Transformers movie. So there was, um, I don't know if you remember, just to kind of set the stage here, there was a soft reboot mm-hmm. of the Transformers franchise a few years ago with Transformers Bum- Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee, which I enjoyed, yeah. Which it was, yeah, it was, it was a genuinely enjoyable not too serious some good action movie and it did away with a lot of the criticisms of the michael bay movies Mm -hmm. which was like it's hard to follow on screen the plot is completely you know like it's just absolute nonsense right which i'll say there's there's a couple of the michael bay transformers which i actually think turned out much better than the others and probably don't deserve all the criticism that they get but regardless let's save that for another time so this is a follow-up to the soft reboot that happened a few years ago, which the directors aren't very clear on if this is supposed to tie into the Michael Bay movies or not. In fact, the director even said the other day, he's like, I'm not sure like, where I'm taking. <laughs> right, I'm not sure if I'm going to tie these into the Michael Bay movies or not. You mm-hmm. just have to find out. So anyway, Bumblebee came out. It reviewed well. So 
Transformers Rise of the Beasts came out a few months back. It finally got over to, I think it was HBO Max, I think is, or is it Paramount that has it? I'll have to double check. Uh, I think it was Paramount, yeah. I think Paramount has it. And I watched it and it was, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say it was like perfect or it was amazing, but it was a good kind of like a, kind of like a six out of 10 or like a seven out of 10 kind of movie. If, if, and this is always a big if, if you enjoy the concept of Transformers. Yeah, I think that's where I got lost was because I've been over the whole Transformer thing for a while. And I feel like they've been just getting sillier and sillier. Minus Bumblebee. I enjoyed that one. Because I've said before on previous episodes, I'm always I'm always intrigued by origin stories or yeah. or soul like stories about a specific character. So when I saw Bumblebee, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. This is all about you know him. And instead of the conglomerate pile of you know, right it's, it's like avengers for me like i never i've never seen them because i don't care it's too much so when i saw this rise of the beast and i saw big giant uh monkey beasts monkeys beast transformers, yeah, yeah i'm like no i don't want to see this so they i guess the best way to put it is that this movie draws the line between bumblebee and the michael bay transformers it's like if you took those two concepts and mashed them together you essentially get what this movie is because it has the more restrained and better, I, I don't want to say better because there's some things that Michael Bay does really well, but it has the more restrained um, sequences. It has the more restrained character arcs. Like everything kind of seems more in control. However, it's much more fantastical and out there than the Bumblebee movie. It's, it is less constrained than the Bumblebee movie and you do get some sequences towards the end of the movie that are much more Michael Bay esque mm. and less and less Bumblebee esque, right? Yeah. It's, I, I think just, I'll still this watch is like it. The half, this is like the halfway point between the two movies, and I enjoyed it, but I think you have to be prepared for it to not be Bumblebee. Yeah, I mean, I, from looking at the, you know, even just the the, the artwork, right. it, even the previews, right? Yeah, like it looks it looks like it's going to be you know pretty intense for a lot of it. Uh, my, my wife and one of her friends, uh, actually watched it and, and she even told me that she enjoyed it, which was oh, a, a Bumblebee, a surprise. right? The, no, yeah. the, the new one, the rise of the beast. Oh, the new one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad to hear someone else enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like I said, I haven't watched it yet though. I, I, I had time one night where it's kind of late and I'm like, I'm just gonna throw a movie on and I watched the Meg and I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i guess point being if you'd like to go check it out i do believe it is on paramount plus it is transformers rise of the beasts it's a sequel to the movie that came out a few years ago who knows who knows where they go from here yeah yeah who knows all right we're we're getting close to the end joe which means it's time for our first reaction segment yeah. of a show i yeah. guess was what we're gonna do i mean people make there are there are entire podcasts and YouTube channels that are purely based on reactions. So this is not where the show is going, but we may throw one in from time to time. Yeah. So this is, again, this is uh, uh, the who made this? Kyle Gordon is that his real name? Yes, he's a comedian. His okay, name's right. Kyle Gordon. He's a comedian. And just so you know, every once in a while, I'll throw out like a pause or something. We're not going to just. I don't want. I don't want to just listen straight through it. We'll okay. Listen for a segment, and then either you pause it or I'll say, hey, you know, hey Dave, pause it real quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, here we go. So again, this is called Planet of the Base. It is some sort of parody of what do you say, '90s, early it's, 2000s? Uh, it's, yeah, it's parody slash satire of late '90s, early 2000s 
uh, techno, Eastern European techno. All right, video is three and a half minutes long. We will pause the round. So here we go. We're going to start this out, Joe. Here we go. Alert, alert! <laughs> DJ Crazy Times! <laughs> yeah, here we go. If you want patties to be making, have some noise. <laughs> he looks like Happy a douchebag. Slava, all the women in the world, let me see your beautiful faces. All right, so he, he, he I'm just going to describe what I'm looking at here. So he, he's a DJ, and he's got like this red background glasses yeah. on in front of his big soundboard mixing board yeah. uh and, and yeah so there we go we'll keep going oh, I've got an idea. World peace. <laughs> you gotta pause it pause it real quick pause it <laughs> i have to mention that it, clearly if you've been listening to the words at this point you can see that one of the big draws to this and why this is like blowing up mm -hmm. uh, all over the internet is that the english is typical of the time when a lot of these European artists would write songs in a language that they weren't in, in English, but the English was not their native language. Uh -huh. So, so a lot of what they ended up writing or got translated ended up being like, you kind of get what they were supposed to say, but at the same time, it's like in this, it's, it's definitely, you could tell it's like not a native language, which I think makes this really fun to listen to. Yeah. So he, so he, he wrote this trying to, Imitate that. Imitate, yeah, okay, all right. All right, here we go. We'll keep going. All right, there's an alien. Okay, what, what am I looking at here? There's aliens. Yeah. She's not an alien. No. Well, I think she is. People want to make a fun. Did you hear that? Yeah. All right, pause yeah. it there. Yeah. What, what am I seeing here? What is this? <laughs> so I think I think the sequence you just saw yeah. is they they now show like a UFO full of like aliens, mm -hmm. but then the aliens like materialize this woman. I think, and I I don't know if that's like the that's really supposed to be the plot, but that's kind of what it looks like, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 what's great about that is like she starts singing, but she's doing the same kind of satire of that like of that like that i don't uh, what's the word i'm looking for that like close it's close to being proper like uh, american english mm -hmm. but it's it's not quite there like puts your heart into a unicorn <laughs> <laughs> all right let's keep going here we go yeah of course i gotta add the nanas in oh absolutely <laughs> when the rhythm is glad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep going. This is, this is silly. Clapping the hand.
everybody there. movement. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love, I'm seeing where they're going okay. with this now. <laughs> yeah, right now. Now, see, right. It takes a little bit to kick in that you kind of realize like what they're what they're lampooning or what they're satirizing from like that era of music. And I love what he's like. I love the part where he's like, women are my favorite guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is like a, it, it's a, it is like a bad translation. Like you said, from another language to English and right. they're just and singing then, the words that, that it translated. They kept it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because they originally wrote the song and they understand their language and they, and they, and that, and what's funny about that, or I don't know if funny is the right word, but what's interesting about this satirization is that if you go back and listen to music, that some of the techno of that era this very thing happened, maybe not to the extreme that he's doing it because this is comedy, mm -hmm. but it did happen. Like they had like nonsense lines that like didn't really mean what they thought it meant, but it makes it, but that's what makes this fun. Yeah. But you sing it to a techno beat and it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't oh, it matter. Doesn't. You, You're right. Yeah. You just, you just sing the words. Uh, if you like the song, it's like that. What's that one song? Like, oh, sexy lady. Like that. Yeah, the rest uh, of it, yeah, the, the Gangnam, Gangnam style. Gangnam style, yeah. Yeah, like people pe had no idea what that meant, except the you know the sexy lady. <laughs> but it's now, but but it sounds fun when you put a beat. Behind yeah, exactly. It. All right, okay, hang in there, but there's like a minute left here. Yep. Here we go. actually a pretty good section coming up danger it's, and dance oh yeah danger and dance yeah it's it's so it's so classic oh my god all right here we go we're gonna finish this out here pretty quick yep and there we go like that the planet of the base Yes, I am a girl. I love you and feel groove. I love you too. I want the sex on the phone. Goodbye. And tonight, I will never die. And then they just kind of fade out. Yeah. I want, it, I want these sex on the phone. <laughs> I am okay with that. I'm okay with this as well as that or yeah. something. It's, oh my it's God. just so, it's just so well done. And I have they to did give it, them, It's fun to watch. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, so if, if you're listening to the show and you're like, I want to go see the real thing, go to YouTube and type planet of the base. But, and also I, I got to give this comedian a lot of credit, whether you like this type of comedy or not, he, they use their own money. He hired his own crew for this, right? Oh, and put really? it out there as a big risk to his own career. <laughs> Pocketbook, yeah. Right, yeah. Because if you look at the credits, mm -hmm. it's not like four people got together and and did this thing. Like this is a professionally produced video with professional comedy backing it, right? Like somebody's own money backing it. Like it's it's just really well done. I think it's worth a laugh. So yeah, not only do they have to film it they had to record it as well like they had to record that it's a professional in, recording yeah yeah and like produce the actual music for it and then make the video 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, he probably had a little bit of money wrapped up in that. Oh yeah, he they, he he's been, he's been doing the interview tour right now because um, you can imagine now that it's gone viral uh, on the internet, all the talk shows and stuff, the daytime shows want him on to come talk to him and things like that. So yeah, really, he's, like he's, it's gained that yeah. much traction. Oh yeah, yeah, it's 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 been blowing. It's last couple of weeks, it's been blowing up. Yes, yeah, man, I must live in a bubble, dude. Because like when you send that to me, no idea. You're like. You're like, what is this? I had no idea that even existed. Yeah, so I, I didn't realize that it was like taking social media by storm and people actually want to talk to him about making this video. Yeah. Yeah, well, good for him. I mean, geez, maybe we should do something I, like that. I plan it, yeah, we'll, we'll do our own, except it'll be our take on like 90s alternative rock. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah, we could. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh my God! All right. Well, what do you want to call this one? We about finished up with this. Uh, I think. This show? I think after Planet of the Base, I don't think we can top Planet of the Base. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, so yeah. All right, man. Well, let's uh, let's tap out of here, dude. Yeah. Let's uh, let's call it. Thank you guys all for uh, checking us out for another one, and we'll see you next Monday. Talk to you next time. <laughs>